10 Reasons Pickleball Won't Overtake Tennis. Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Wherever you... Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Don't forget to sign up for our group tennis lessons for adults on Monday and Tuesday nights here in Miami in Coconut Grove. Our intermediate class is on Monday nights, and our novice class is on Tuesday nights. Both sessions start each evening at 7.30. All you got to do is log on to BackhandCity.com and register right under Tennis Registration. So today's topic, 10 Reasons Pickleball Won't Overtake Tennis. So for some of you who do not know what pickleball is, You've probably seen it or heard of it. It's kind of a combination of imagine playing ping pong on top of your ping pong table with a little bit bigger court. It's a plastic wiffle-like type ball, and they have plastic paddles. It's a very short court, and it's very easy to play and trending in a very upward way in the last 10 years. So a lot of pickleball advocates have gotten a lot of – Good momentum over the last years. There's a lot of courts being built in municipalities. It's a big-time country club sport, especially in Palm Beach and Naples, Florida. You'll see a lot of courts added there, and you'll even see some municipalities adding courts. In fact, here in Coral Gables, they're going to be adding pickleball courts. So one of the big things here is I, I get a lot of these like pickleball enthusiasts who, I don't know if they just used to play tennis because there's a lot of people that used to play tennis that kind of aged out of it. And now pickleball is kind of like a passion for them because they were racket sports enthusiasts. But some of them are like, Brian, tennis is dead. Tennis is dead, man. Pickleball is taking over. So, you know, I've played a little bit. It is a lot of fun. So I'm not going to smash pickleball, but it's going to sound like I am because I'm going to give you 10 reasons pickleball is never going to overtake tennis. Number one is the balls. They're plastic wiffle balls with holes in them. They're really hard. You can play with one forever. You'll probably replace it when you lose it. So that's a problem from a consumer standpoint is you don't have to buy a lot of balls. They're not uh, vacuum sealed like they are tennis balls. They don't lose their shelf life quickly. You play with tennis balls for a few days and they're kaput. So that's number one. Number two, the rackets don't need any maintenance. You don't have to replace the strings. You don't have to worry about tension. You've got a plastic paddle. It's made from fiber carbon and different materials. But the point is, unless you're really negligent, you do not have to change your racket once you buy it. Uh, Number three, the target audience is baby boomers. So you had all these Baby boomers in the 1970s during the tennis boom when like one out of three people in America played tennis and it was the sport to play at that time. Um, They've all kind of aged out of it. Some of them stopped playing due to their restrictions of movement. So pickleball has come along and they're just super passionate about it. So it's terrific for seniors who miss it and want to play. And it has such a wide appeal. Some of my relatives who've never played any racket sports 
who are in their 60s are playing pickleball. So it gives you an idea of its appeal to older people in its simplicity and ease of play. Uh, number four reason it won't succeed is the costs are super cheap. Pickleball aficionados love bragging about how little they pay for pickleball. They don't want to pay for court rentals. They don't want to pay for equipment. They don't want to pay for supplies. They don't want to pay for any apparel. If you go into a pickleball website, maybe you can buy a t-shirt. So there's not a lot of innovation out there driving the GDP of pickleball. So it's not going to threaten tennis. Number five, there's not a big service industry like there is in tennis where you have all these horizontal services like tennis lessons. You can get pickleball services, but most of them are around events or tournaments. Number six, the consumer data on pickleball is minuscule. In fact, if you go on Google Trends, type in the search term pickleball and compare it to tennis. On some months, there's not even enough data for the Google to even record it. So a lot of times it's around one or two, which is the lowest. In fact, if you go around early May, when you look on Google Trends, you may see pickleball eke up to a level two because there's a lot of interest there. CBS Sports, their niche uh, sports broadcasting has broadcast the pickleball. So it is growing, but it is nowhere near tennis. If you go to like August, September period of Google Trends, it's the searches off the charts. It's at the top. It's at 100. Um, if you look at some of the areas in Google Trends that are interested in pickleball, it originated out west. So it's very popular in Utah, Arizona, Kansas, Idaho. Very huge out there. Uh, if you look at some of the related search terms, it's pickleball classes near me, pickleball videos 2019, and Vulcan pickleball. Meanwhile, if you go to the tennis searches that are related, you can see Andrusco up there who won the U.S. Open. You'll see U.S. Open 2019. You see Coco Golf. Um, you see U.S. Open tennis schedule 2019. And we could go knee deep into ratings and things like that. But I think you get the idea that uh, there's not a lot of data yet on pickleball. Uh, number seven, it has limited well, – I can't read my own writing here. Limited appeal, and I guess what I meant by that is that if you look at the draw sheets for the U.S. Open pickleball, it's actually heavily weighted towards doubles, and there's a lot of categories for 65, 60, and 70, and there is a surprisingly amount of young people playing as well. Uh, it's heavily skewed towards men. The women's draws are smaller, and there's not as many, but if you go between 19 and 70, most of the draws are 16 and 32 draws. It's a double sport, so doubles is more popular than singles. Um, some other things is the surface is pretty small, so it's going to be very tough to kind of sell that for TV. You know, people are saying it's going to overtake tennis. It's really going to be tough to get millions and millions of people watching something that doesn't last that long, and the points aren't dynamic. Uh, that's the other thing I was saying is number uh, nine here. The points are not very dynamic. A lot of them are very short. It's really a dink game. You're dinking until somebody makes a mistake. You're restricted to how far you can go. In tennis, you can do whatever you want. There's no zones that you can't get into. In pickleball, there's an area called the kitchen, which is about three or four feet in front of the net. You can't step into that zone unless somebody drops the ball in there. So it's a lot of dinking and you're waiting for somebody to make a mistake by elevating the ball. And then good players are really good at spinning top spin shots 
at you. And if you don't really believe me, if you're still not convinced that pickleball is going to destroy and overtake tennis, my last example is miniature golf. It's not like when miniature golf came around in the 1920s and the first miniature golf course was patented and built in Tennessee. It's not like they were like, oh, well, maybe they were. This is going to destroy golf. This is amazing. All you got to do is hit it through the clown's mouth and you get a hole in one. No one's ever going to play golf again. This is amazing. So check out the miniature golf ratings and the professional PGA golf ratings. And you can see it's going to be very difficult for pickleball to overtake tennis. Now, if you get a chance to play pickleball, knock yourself out. It's a lot of fun. And we might even start offering some pickleball classes on Backhand City. How's that for trending with your friend? Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Thanks for listening. This is Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. I'll talk to you tomorrow. That's when push comes to shove. I knew it all